From Smashing the Plateau, I'm David Schreiner-Khan with Going Solo. In this show, we discuss building your own successful business after a late career job loss. What I've learned from going through all these different shifts in, in my career, and that is to, to be humble enough to reach out to others. Just be humble and uh, discipline and also accountability to yourself and exercise self-leadership. Today on episode 39 of Going Solo, I'm speaking with Jim Strother. Even when you're a top performer, your job may not last, especially in the midst of a major economic disruption. In this episode, Jim shares the strategies he used to take charge of his career by launching his executive coaching and consulting business after being laid off multiple times. Jim's story has lessons you won't want to miss. Stay with us to hear all the details. If you'd like to share your story on going solo, or if you know someone who would, please get in touch with me at smashingtheplateau.com. Now, let's welcome Jim Strother. Jim leveraged his 25 years of experience in sales, business development, and management to transform businesses and professionals who are on their best path towards success in life. Jim, welcome to the show. Thanks, David. I've been looking forward to this all day, and I appreciate uh, you having me on your podcast, Going Solo. I've been looking forward to it as well. So we're in a time of extreme disruption, and you have lived through several layoffs, which are certainly personally disruptive. And I wondered if you could share a little bit about your own experiences and how they have led you to what you do today. Sure. You know, David, that's a great question. And, uh, it really all began my first one in 2009, uh, working for a pharmaceutical giant and uh, was there for uh, more than 10 years. Everything's were going great. And uh, like many things in life, products either going off patent and uh, or the organization buys other companies and they have to uh, let people go. So uh, in uh, early 2009, I found myself uh, looking, uh, being uh, laid off. At that time, it was called adapted to scale. So going through a downsizing. And uh, that was quite a horrendous time. And uh, just been, been there a long time with the people. And, and, and what I found is when you're with an organization for quite a period of time, you can sometimes lose your identity. You can get caught up and, uh, and, and just what you've done. And then, and then there goes that soul searching after that. And, and you hear many people discuss, you know, their feelings that they have and, uh, you know, sadness or depression. And I wasn't getting any younger at that time. So I needed to find out what was I going to do next? So then doing some soul searching, I actually picked up with another uh, pharmaceutical uh, giant and uh, year into it, a product didn't make it to market. And uh, we found out that uh, there had to be another mass layoff. So they let 50% of the field force go at that time. And unfortunately, I was one of them. And similar, similar type thing. That was uh, about a year or two later and uh, from the first one. And now what, now what was I going to do? I, I knew what I was good at, good at pharmaceutical sales. So then I just had to pick up again, uh, get back on the wheel, if you will. I felt like I was a hamster on a wheel at that time, just kind of grinding, 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 and uh, really not paying much attention to my to myself. Uh, so then uh, 
picked up with another uh, pharmaceutical organization and uh, was there two and a half years and a product that uh, was being promoted out there. Uh, the organization decided to seesaw sales and marketing the product. And when that happened, there went my position. So with everything that happened in, in the pharmaceutical industry, and it was really trying because after that last one, I really I quite didn't know what I wanted to do because of those three huge layoffs within five years. And I reached out to a, uh, a person I work for at one of the uh, pharmaceutical companies. He was a VP who uh, turned uh, to an executive coach. He became one and uh, chatted with him. And he was, uh, he was just what I needed. He helped me clear the clutter. He helped me realize uh, that uh, there are many things that I gained um, as being a both uh, in business development, sales and management, that I have a lot to offer organizations, people who are going through difficult times from from layoffs, uh, downsizings. Uh, so, and here I am today with uh, my own uh, with my own coaching organization. So, yeah, hopefully that uh, that helps shed some light on it, David. So, Jim, after the third layoff, how did you feel about it? After that third layoff. I began, I was thinking to myself, there had to be something else. I got so caught up in, and who I was, what my why is and, and everything. And, and like, what, what is it that I really wanted to do? I, I know that I was physically able and mentally <laughs> able to do that role, but a part of me just kind of went and, uh, I, I had to, I had to do something else. And, and that's what prompted me then to reach out uh, in, t- into my uh, network. And I, that's when I, I found this person that I that used to work for. He now became an executive coach. And I reached out to him and we set up a time and I chatted with him for a period of time and explained to him exactly what was going on. And so that's what that's what really helped me along was, was reaching out to an executive coach and, and to really uh, help understand myself and, and to, to calm the limited beliefs that, that I had <laughs> throughout the uh, so, yeah. Yeah, no, limiting beliefs are, are certainly pretty common. I know, like in, in my case, I worked as an employee for 28 years before the last time I lost a job. And um, and even though I could see it coming because it wasn't about me and my performance, it's still very painful. And it's like you still question yourself, like, what, what did I do wrong? Um, how am I going to recover from this? And uh, a lot of questions go on. Oh, so you are you are spot on, David, and and that's where I was. I, I knew I'd done a great job. I'd, I'd gotten great performance reviews, and uh, you know there were many times that uh, I finished it within the top five percent near the top, and and runner up in many categories, and and, and won all kinds of uh, trips, etc. But but you're right. At, at some time, you're like, what the, what did I really do? And uh, it took a while to realize that well, it wasn't me. You know, it's not me. You know, I did everything that that I could. And uh, so, yeah. Yeah, no, it, it doesn't necessarily make sense that you're doing the right things, you're getting good performance reviews, and in theory, our culture tells us, well, then we should be getting salary increases, we should be getting both financial compensation, and we should be getting recognition. And then when it doesn't happen, it raises a whole lot of questions. Yes, it does. You're absolutely correct. Now, it can be even more difficult when it's not just you or a small number of jobs that are being laid off from one company, but there is what seems like economic devastation going on all around you, which is what we're experiencing right now, pretty much worldwide. 
and I know it's frightening for a lot of people. What are some of the strategies you used to deal with the trauma of getting laid off and to have whatever positive framework you needed to be able to make lemonade out of lemons? <laughs> you know, David, that's that's a great one. And I think what really helped me was being reaching out to my network, reaching out to network, having a coach or or a mentor, if you will, that, that's nearby that you can reach out to. And I think the other thing that really helped me too was just the accountability, self-leadership, and the discipline to to just get out there and and to do what it is that you want to do. And uh, I, I think those are the things that that really help propel me forward and in my professional life. And as you can see, that's clearly today. You know what's what's going on economically is is to be a voice, to have the accountability and the discipline, and and put judgment aside. And, and we can help so many people out there. And knowing that it's it's, it's just not them. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think those are those are some key things that individuals can do. Jim, what were some of the strategies you used with your network that helped you? So I think some of the strategies that that I did with, with my network, I, I had reached out to them and uh, from, you know, what which helped me move from you know, where I was before to, to today is just to, you know, just to elicit some conversation with them to find out what they may need. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the biggest thing is need and uh, find, find out what individuals are needing within their organizations and, uh, and those are some of the, str- and I think my biggest, uh, some of the biggest things I, I, I basically tap roughly 15 to 30 people who are in my network, the ones that, that I've known, worked with, trusted, and, uh, that, that would give me some great, uh, great information feedback. And, and, and that's how I went about, you know, coming up with what I do today. Mm-hmm. What were some of the questions you asked them? So basically what I'm hearing uh, within the organizations today, they, you know, or, you know, pharmaceutical, they're hiring a lot of uh, younger individuals right out of college. And uh, one of the big things that I got always is just one leadership. They just simply don't have the leadership at this time. So that, that is a current need. The other thing that I heard uh, from many of the people that I spoke to in my network is, is sales. They, they don't have a sales background. A lot, of these, or a lot of the organizations are looking to hire right out of college, and they don't have any sales. So then, however, <laughs> and it can be a double-edged sword because some of the managers indicated they really just don't have time to train them with everything else that's going on. So they really need someone out there that can, that can help these individuals along in sales. So you have leadership, you have sales, and just one of the other things too that that these uh, a lot of these people need too is just some conversational intelligence, just communications, and, and how they communicate and interact with people. A lot of these uh, millennials uh, that are that are coming forward, they're so good with social media and on their devices, but when it comes to face to face and things like that, there there could be some lacking there involved. Mm-hmm. So how did you turn what you were hearing from your network into paid business? So having touched base with the 15 to 30 that I mentioned, that really, I, I sat down and, and I was thinking about, and then with help of my mentor, well, what can I do, you know, with all this information? And so that's what led me to, you know, helping professionals thrive through career shifts to future success is, is basically my business. I can, you know, take these 
newbies or on up to executive levels and help them with the many aspects that, that they need to drive business, whether it be, um, as, as I mentioned, communications, whether it be, you know, could be consultative sales, um, planning, agenda setting. So those are some of the key things that, that I learned that I can help individuals. Jim, how long did it take before you felt like you had reached some stability in your new business? Oh, it, oh, it took me a while. I, I'm new to this and uh, just recently graduated a, a year ago from, got my coaching certificate. So I, I'm still in the process, but it's actually, it's actually leveling off now. I feel uh, very, very confident and comfortable in what I do or how I help individuals. Yeah. What do you see as, you know, given the the current economic chaos that's going on, what do you see as some of the challenges that are going on in the world for people that are trying to gent- to create successful coaching and consulting businesses? That's a great question. And, you know, I just had this conversation recently with a, with a prospective client. And I would say one thing, what I've done is just stayed calm, you know, be a voice of reason and, and just not uh, carry any judgment. And just just listen, acknowledge, and validate what uh, what people are discussing because it, it it impacts people differently out there, and and that's what I'm learning. Are you seeing reluctance on the part of companies to invest in consulting and coaching? I would say it, it's slowed down uh, maybe a, a little bit, but other than that, there are still organizations out there that uh, are looking at we, we need to do something, and uh, now may be a good time to. Uh, to go ahead and move forward with it. And there are many things that with coaching that we can do, we don't have to do face-to-face. And we have, you know, great systems in place, um, Skype or, you know, anything, uh, you know, technology-wise that, that we can do that. So that certainly helps. Now, on the flip side, when there's major disruption, there are also new opportunities. What do you see emerging that may be some clues to new opportunities in the consulting, coaching world, uh, for anybody who's selling expertise? You know, I would say some of the things that, that I'm seeing moving forward is, you know, when talking to some former colleagues out there, it's just, it's just the, the need to to hone sales skills. And, uh, the, you know, they're going through an unprecedented time right now as well. This is something completely new to everyone. So some individuals are reaching out individually to uh, to ask for help. And uh, so that's what I'm seeing out there, which has been phenomenal. Yeah. Jim, who do you feel most compelled to serve? I feel compelled to serve, you know, any professionals through executives, it doesn't matter their title and who are going through a professional shift that want to take it to the next level. So that, that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to help in any capacity that I can and who, uh, want to move forward in their professional and personal life. That's great. And what's your dream for your business? Where would you like it to go? I, you know, that's, that's an, a fantastic question. And in, anyone, any, again, going back to any professionals, executives that are going through career shifts that, uh, that, that want to thrive, that that's where I'm at. That that's what I'm, that's what I'm here to do. That sounds great. Jim, if uh, someone wants to go deeper with anything we've discussed or access any resources you may have or get in touch with you, where's the best place for them yeah, to Yeah, they go? can go to my website. That's uh, www.forwardfocusedcc.com. 
and go to my contact page and uh, fill it out. And uh, yeah, that would, uh, that would be an ideal place to, uh, to reach out to me. Sounds great. Well, Jim, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to join us today on Going Solo, sharing your story, talking a little bit about what you do. My guest today has been the Chief Shift Officer of Forward Focused Coaching and Consulting, Jim Strother. Thank you again, Jim, for joining David, us. David, thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. When you visit the Going Solo website, you'll find a summary of each episode along with the links we mentioned on the show. Today, we learned how to care for yourself and others and much more. If you'd like to share your story on Going Solo, or if you know someone who would, please get in touch with me via our website at smashingtheplateau.com. Remember to subscribe on whatever platform you listen on and leave a review if you can. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our show. I'll see you on our next episode.